Good afternoon. Welcome. Uh, it is our favorite week of the year, as our CEO calls it, and I uh, hope you're having a great uh, reinvent so far. Uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, a brand new IoT offering that was announced by Andy Jassy yesterday at the keynote. My name is uh, Sham Srinivasan. I'm a product manager with the AWS IoT team, and I'll be joined here shortly by Mike Troiano, VP IoT Solutions AT&T. So welcome to AWS IoT One Click. Uh, before we uh, go further into IoT One Click, I wanted to present a quote from one of my favorite sportspersons, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali had a number of uh, noteworthy quotes, and this one rings a bell in the context of our discussion here. He said, it isn't the mountains ahead to climb that wear you down, it is the pebble in your shoe. And uh, how true is that? I can relate to that at a personal level, uh, being a long-distance runner. I've experienced that multiple times when I'm running at a good pace with the goal in sight, and I have to stop, uh, not because I'm in pain or I've injured myself, it's because of that pebble in my shoe, which is forcing me to stop. But uh, let's talk about all of you here and the pebbles in your shoe, in your business environment. Is it about security? Is it about deploying IoT applications and solutions in a simple and scalable manner? Is it about having the visibility anytime, anywhere? So what we want to do is to remove that pebble in your shoe with IoT One Click. When anyone talks about IoT, there is a lot of dimensions and versatility involved. Multiple entities are involved here, starting with the basic building block of a simple device, a device which you want to integrate and deploy with your applications. Of course, you want to connect that to the cloud, being here at reInvent, take some actions from the data that is generated from that device, and most importantly, transform your business to take it to the next level. We here at AWS want to consolidate that multidimensional model into three blocks with the three letters of the acronym I-O-N-T. Let's start with T, which is things, which is the simple device, the connected simple device in your environment that generates an enormous amount of data. When we go to O, what we alluded to is to the orchestration in the cloud. Uh, we are here in the industry's largest cloud conference, and presumably you want to know how you can leverage the cloud, connect those devices, enable your applications to leverage the cloud for its scale, for the services that AWS offers. And the bottom line is the I, the intelligence. I talked about data from the devices, but the data needs to be actionable. You want to take some informed business decisions for the data, which can enable your business to scale the next frontier. With IoT One Click, we aim to consolidate the three blocks in a simple, secure, and scalable manner. So welcome again to AWS IoT One Click, our newest offering, where you can build applications triggered 
by simple devices with a single click. And we'll see how we can do that with a single click. Now, I talked about two ends of the spectrum, simple devices and cloud applications. Now, when we talk about simple devices, I would like to cater to the device manufacturers in the audience here today. Typically, when you want to manufacture a device, you want to make it usable, user-friendly for the target audience. With one click, the goal is to work with device manufacturers to make these simple devices ready to connect to AWS IoT right out of the box. Right? So the goal is to provide you with the right tools to ensure that the devices are easy to use for your target audience. Now let's look at the other end of the spectrum for the end users, the developers in the audience here. Now your goal is to build applications to enable your business. And you don't want to be boiled down with device-specific code to write different code for different types of devices to ensure that your application is usable and scalable for your business. The goal for us is to cater to both ends of the spectrum to work with device manufacturers to make devices supported on one click, a plethora of devices, and for the application developers and the enterprises to use these devices in a very easy, secure, and scalable way. Now, what I have here is nothing new. It's some of the common use cases with one click, these are IoT applications and use cases. And of course, uh, these are not the only ones. I'm sure each one of you in the audience can come up with a unique use case which can provide value to your business. Now, if I could refer to a few of them here, from a very simple use case of notifying technical support for maybe replacing the toner in the printer in your office. It is a very simple use case, but it's still got to be done. Or providing feedback on workplace resources. Many of our healthcare customers are using OneClick today to provide personalized healthcare to their end users, be it healthcare providers or the patients themselves. It could be as complex as building smart cities making life easy for the citizens, or it could be a completely new service creation that is valuable for your business. Now, if I could dive deep into where these use cases and devices could be used, a couple of examples here. I talked about technical support in offices, but there are many more use cases in a traditional workplace environment. It could be the check-in, check-out of conference rooms. It could be a simple badge reader to ensure that the authorized personnel are entering the required facilities in a workplace, be it a lab, a factory, an office. The second one is about asset management. Now, I can talk about two different use cases when I talk about asset management. This is about assets which are stationary or in motion. 
Let's take the example of a hospital. There are a lot of expensive medical equipment in hospitals, like a heart rate monitor, as an example. Right? Now, today, when we talk to our customers, the challenge is that how to keep track of these expensive equipments. Like, if a heart rate monitor is left at one patient's room and is needed urgently in a different room, it's a challenge for the hospital personnel to track where these devices are. On the other side, if you're talking about moving goods from point A to point B, these are assets in motion, and you would want to track where the asset is at a given point of time, and what is the ETA of arrival at the destination. So an asset tracker is a simple device but is valuable depending on where it is used. The third device and use case which I have there is very generic. I'm calling it sensors, but sensor is a generic term, measuring different entities. It could be a temperature sensor, it could be pressure, or it could be a motion sensor, depending on where it is used and for the purpose for which it is used. Now, you could actually want some actions to be taken based on predefined thresholds of the parameter you define on these sensors. Right. So these are just a couple of examples of devices that we envision that will be supported on AWS IoT OneClick, making it easy and scalable for your environment. Now that I've laid the stage for simple devices, a couple of use cases, I'd like to go into the building blocks of one click. The foundation is to integrate and deploy a simple device. And when I talk about a simple device, what I mean is a device with a single function. I talked about a button-like device in offices an asset tracker, which is tracking assets, a sensor, which is measuring a particular parameter. So these are simple devices, but doing critical functions to deliver great results for you. So the goal is to integrate and deploy these devices into your workflows to add value to your business. Now, the Key here is to provide with a choice of devices. As we envision one click going forward, our goal is to support a plethora and a gamut of devices with different characteristics. It could be the method of connectivity, whether it is using Wi-Fi, whether it is using the cellular network, or whether it's using a different form of connectivity to connect to the internet and to the cloud. The form factor is immaterial here. Of course, there are small devices like buttons to large asset trackers. And of course, the important thing is the purpose, which is adding value to your business. So the goal here is to offer a choice of devices by working with device manufacturers that will be supported on one click. But uh, what about security? Uh, I alluded to the pebble in the shoe when I started this session. 
But it goes without saying that the lack of security in any business environment cannot be the pebble in the shoe. And I'm sure all of you will agree with me wholeheartedly. And here at Amazon and AWS, we take every single opportunity to reiterate the value of security and how we hold security in importance in everything we do. If we think that security is not at the level where it should be, we drop everything else to ensure that the solution, the service, the application is secure at the level it should be. Coming back to one click, the goal is to ensure that the devices that are supported can be securely connected to AWS IoT. And how do we do that? As I mentioned before, we would like to work with device manufacturers, provide them the tools, provide them the right APIs to ensure that credentials such as certificates can be installed right at the factory. So for your end user, it is as easy as using it right out of the box. Now, easiness of use, being simple is, is important. So the ability to identify your devices, tag your deployments, to ensure where things are easily is another building block which is enabled with one click. And of course, as with any AWS service, it is elastic, it is scalable, depending on the requirements of your business. It could be seasonal for the requirement, or it could be a new business opportunity. The service is as scalable as you would need for your business. Now, when I talk about the building blocks, I wanted to kind of summarize within two phases. There is a, a pre-deployment phase where the device is being made or being readied for the end user. We're talking about provisioning of the credentials, talking about setting up the right cloud endpoint for secure connectivity. And when you get to the use of the device, you want to ensure that it's easily deployable, identifiable. You want to understand the usage and the status of these devices and have the visibility anytime, anywhere. And that is where we cater to both ends of the spectrum with IoT One Click. Now that I've laid the stage with the blocks and with the phases, let's see how it is done. How would you actually use OneClick with the features? Let's start with the basic building block, the device. We are extremely happy to announce that with the announcement of OneClick, we'll be supporting two devices to start with. The first is the AWS IoT Enterprise button. This is the next version of the popular IoT button, which is very popular, being used by both developers and enterprises worldwide. I'll come to details of the enterprise button in a bit. We are extremely happy and excited to announce the support of the second device. This is the first non-Amazon device that will be supported on one click. But I want to 
hold the horses here. I do not want to steal the thunder from Mike, who will be coming up shortly to talk about the AT&T LTEM button. Now, once you have the devices in your AWS account, there is a simple way to list all the devices. You could actually dive deep into each device and identify them with the right attributes. You could also enable or disable the device if it is being misused for whatever reason. You could measure the remaining life of the device so that you know when a device is reaching its end of life for a possible replacement. Now let's talk about projects. When I talk about projects, I mean the purpose for which you want to use OneClick and the devices that are supported with OneClick. I have listed a few examples here. Again, these are just examples, be it notification, be it reordering of goods and services, or providing feedback for workplace resources, the temperature in the office, the coffee in the kitchen area, the cleanliness of the restrooms. Now, how do you do this? How do you actually define your project and activate the devices for the project? Very simple. You give it a name. You choose your name depending on where it is being used. You could provide a description if needed. And the last element is the key point of the activating the device with the project. Now, here is the, the action. You have the flexibility of two choices. The first choice is about providing a, what we call as a no-code option. For those of you who do not want to write additional code, who just want to use devices, we provide pre-built templates, which are notification templates, to send an email or send a text message. So all you have to do is to provide details of the sender and the destination. And once you activate the device, you're ready to go. So once you click the device, then you are, uh, you know, it'll send the email to the destined uh, recipient. The second choice is what is mentioned there is Lambda. Now, for those of you who have your own Lambda functions who want customized actions for these devices, you can choose that. So when you click that Lambda function, all the Lambda functions in your AWS account appear, and you choose the appropriate one that makes sense for you to activate the device. Now, once that is done, you click on Activate, and you're ready to go. And hence the name One Click, where you can literally activate Lambda triggers with a single click for the simple devices in your environment. I talked about identification and contextual data previously. This is to make it easy for you to identify the devices, to understand where they are deployed, who is using them. You could choose your own attributes, be it username, location, department ID, and whatever is valuable for you in your organization. Now let's talk about visualization and reports. 
I think it's a key aspect of understanding the utilization and status of devices to understand where it is being used, how it is being used, and the status of those devices. Now, with one click, again, there is a choice of two different sets of reports. The service itself comes with a set of predefined reports. These are reports where you could actually measure the number of clicks for button-like devices, understand devices which are less than 10% of their life so that you can plan for a replacement, or if you have having a problem with your Lambda function, which is causing an invocation error, you could get a report with the list of invocation errors for those Lambda functions. Now, these are just sample reports which come with the service. You could define your own report with the attributes that are valuable to you. So you define the attribute, you customize your report, you choose the time in which you want to generate the report, be it the last 24 hours, one week, one month, or whatever you desire. And those reports are available for you for generation anytime to understand the utilization and status of your deployments. Now, you may have noticed that I have been sharing a mobile screenshot of all these features, and that is for a reason. The AWS IoT one-click service also comes with a mobile app. So you simply download the mobile app for your iOS or Android platforms, and you can do all those functions and features, what I talked about, right from your mobile phone, giving you a rich mobile experience to actually deploy and monitor your deployments anytime, anywhere. So let's talk about the new button. So extremely happy to announce the, the new button. We call it the AWS IoT Enterprise button, which is targeted for businesses. And the reason is it, is, it does more than the current button that is available. The button comes with pre-provisioned certificates. So there is no need of <coughs> building devices with certificates, creating them, managing them for every device. So every new button will come with certificates that are pre-provisioned to connect to AWS IoT right away. And these certificates are locked. So there is no risk of tampering with the certificates or somebody replacing those certificates. The button is also Bluetooth enabled. It comes with BLE to make your configurations easier. And last but not the least, the button is certified to be deployed in multiple geographies. It's compliant to be deployed in the US, in Europe, and Japan. So you don't have to buy separate buttons for separate geographies. Now, I talked about a lot of stuff in terms of the features. For all this to happen, there's a lot of magic which happens behind the scenes. What I have here is a simple diagram which shows a loop starting from the device and leading to your application. Although it is simple, as you can imagine, it is pretty profound. A lot of work happens behind the scenes to ensure that one click is easy to use, is secure, is scalable. 
We have a detailed technical deep dive tomorrow at ARIA level three. Please attend the Chalk Talk, and I'll have details of that session where we'll go into the technical intricacies of one click. But I wanted to give you a sneak peek of the magic that happens behind the scenes where there is a secure TLS connection with the AWS IoT platform, which triggers a rule to the Lambda function, which in turn is integrated with the application. A quick note on the pricing. It's a simple tiered pricing model on a monthly basis based on the number of active devices with IoT one-click. What we define as active is a device becomes active from the first time when it is authenticated with AWS IoT and remains active till you, dis you disable it uh, either uh, from the mobile app or from the console. Today we are in preview for IoT one-click and there will not be any charge during the preview period. We wouldn't have gotten here without the help of a lot of, of our partners and customers are what we call as extended family and would love for you to join us. So please let us know. And a big thank you to all of them who have helped us reach to this stage. And speaking of extended family and partners, it is my privilege and pleasure to welcome Mike Troiano, VP IoT Solutions at AT&T, who has been a great partner to work with to take this journey further. Welcome, Mike. Thank you. Welcome. Nice job. Thank you. What do you guys think of that so far? <laughs> a little energy level in the room here today? <laughs> so listen, I am thrilled to talk a little bit about what we're doing with uh, AWS, the new button. Uh, but before I do that, I actually want to just spend a couple minutes on what's going on with AWS and AT&T in general. Some of you may not know this, but the two companies formed a very tight partnership uh, a number of months ago. And if you look at that stack, you look at the left of that slide, we look at the Amazon uh, AWS infrastructure, the, their IoT platform, what they're doing with the cloud, cybersecurity. You look on the other side of the ledger, what AT&T brings to the table. Obviously our networks, we have a tremendous amount of effort as well in cybersecurity. The IoT business, which I'll talk about over the next few minutes, how do we pair these together to actually start to continue or continue to scale IoT in a very different way than perhaps it's been done over the last few years. Speaking of scale, you know, you hear a lot of analysts talk about the number of IoT devices that might be connected to the Internet of Things over the next few years. Some analysts say 35 billion, others say 50 billion. Doesn't matter, it's a lot, right? Um, and not all those devices are gonna be connected over our cellular network. Some will use wired networks, Wi-Fi, low-powered networks, satellite networks. But the reality is it's about four times the amount of devices that will be connected to the Internet as there are humans on the planet today. So this is definitely not a fad, it's, it's real. We have customers today that are deploying massive solutions, and I'll talk a little bit about that as we go through this. But these stats are kind of interesting. 61% of enterprise customers today already have active IoT initiatives in place. Quick show of hands from you. How many of you in your business today have active IoT projects? Just quick show of hands. Not quite 60. <laughs> We're going to work on that. 
And we're going to work on that through some of the simplicity that AT&T and AWS bring to bear. That last stat, the 45%, is also kind of interesting. By 2020, one of the analysts that we work with believe that 45% of IT budgets will be set aside to focus in on supporting the Internet of Things. What's interesting of the 45%, if you break that down a little bit further, 70% of the 45% is actually focused on integration services. So the more we can do, right, think about integrating the legacy backends. The more we can do between our companies to take that away and make it frictionless, the better for IoT adoption. Some of you may not be familiar with IoT, uh, AT&T's position in the Internet of Things. Just a quick uh, synopsis of some of the things that we're doing. We report out to Wall Street every quarter on the health of our business. In particular, we report out on the number of cellular-enabled machines on the network. And the way we count that is by a SIM card. Okay, it's an easy unit of measurement. We've got about 36 million machines on the network as of the last quarter. A quick breakdown of those, about 16 million are actually connected cars. 25 of the world's top brands, their vehicles that are connected work with AT&T. And to put things in perspective, the car companies are adding about 1.5 to 1.6 million cars in any given quarter. You'll see some of the other stats across the bottom, enterprise fleet, asset, huge areas for us, as well as smarter cities from a growth perspective. So let's talk about the journey with AWS. You know, earlier this year, <clears throat> we launched something called the AT&T AWS Starter Kit. It's an LTE cellular starter kit for developers powered by the AWS backend that allows a developer to rapidly build applications utilizing both assets from our companies. What I'm here to talk about though today is the evolution of where we're going. Many of our customers have come to us and said, I like the LTE starter kit, but I actually want to start working within a vehicle. I want to be able to track my cars. I want to look at the diagnostics coming off the engines. There are certain things that I want to start to understand more about perhaps vehicles in motion. And so we're introducing something called the AT&T OBD2 Starter Kit. If you're not familiar with OBD2, that's the little port in your car under your steering wheel. Typically when you take your car into the garage, right, the first thing the mechanic does is plug something in there to get information out of the vehicle. About 150 million vehicles are supported by that standard today. And what we're announcing is the availability of the OBD2 kit, which is hardware, married back to a software and application environment called the AT&T Asset Management Operations Center, which is powered by AWS, that allows you to combine hardware, connectivity, cellular connectivity, and a platform, all for one price, a single price, for one year of $89.99. This is a really, really important product set and offer for people to get started as they work with vehicles. Another initiative that AWS and AT&T have started to spend some serious cycles around is really on security. You know, you heard when we were talking earlier around one-click and, and certifications, it's the same thing in the cellular world. How do we actually start to work when you're deploying these assets, in many cases globally, how do you start to think about certificates in a scalable manner? What we're going to introduce early next year is the ability for you to actually work with us 
to take the AWS certificates and embed them on the SIM card at point of manufacturing. So when they come out of our manufacturing partner, which is G&D in this case, um, when the SIMs are manufactured and sent out to the machines, it could be a machine, it could be a vehicle, right? It could be a medical device. The AWS certs are already embedded. And so when that device powers up on the AT&T cellular network, it authenticates in our world. Obviously, we do our own authentication. We also know because the AWS certs are in that SIM that it's good to work within the AWS environment. Again, this is about taking friction out of scaling IoT. Before I get to the AWS and AT&T LTEM button, I want to talk a little bit about the network that this new device is going to ride on. Quick show of hands. How many of you are, are familiar with LTEM? A handful. Okay. LTEM is a new network that AT&T launched earlier this year, and it's a low-power network specifically designed for the Internet of Things. There's some really unique value proposition points that I want to touch on, though, of why this is unique, because it will set the stage for why we centered the new button onto this network. The first point is that the cost of goods to roll out devices and modules, cellular modules on this network, is dramatically lower than what we have in your traditional smartphones and tablets for our traditional LTE network. In fact, the, the, the actual module itself is about 50% cheaper to build on this network, number one. Number two, the size of these modules now can get down to the size of a penny. So start to think about new use cases that you wouldn't have thought of before, right? If the module were this size or the size of your phone, there are only so many things that you're gonna do with that. But if it's the size of a penny, you can start to embed it. Think about a vest, a wearable device, right? the form factors that you can start to introduce when things are dramatically smaller. Longer battery life. If you've ever deployed an IoT battery-powered solution, say an asset tracking device, you probably know that the battery lasts about a week, seven to 10 days, depending on how often you talk to that device. When you get to the LTEM network, we're talking about batteries, again, depending on how often you talk to it, that could last up to 10 years. That's a dramatic contrast. A couple of days, 10 years. Extended coverage. The way the network was designed is seven times more powerful than our traditional LTE network. So we can penetrate into subterranean environments. So think about basements of buildings that you might not traditionally have cellular coverage with today. You will with LTEM. And then the last point is really important. This is a standards-based solution built on the same technology and same family of technologies, I should say, that is most likely in your cell phone today, which is LTE, and it's a licensed technology. One of the fears that you need to think about when you're deploying solutions, if there really are going to be 50 billion devices at some point, and they're in an unlicensed environment, they're going to start to interfere. I don't know about you, there are certain devices in my home when my microwave goes on in my kitchen, you know, the cordless phone doesn't work so well, right? That's interference because it's an unlicensed technology. With LTEM, we have a licensed environment, so you won't have that interference. So let's talk about the new device and the new solution. This was announced yesterday, uh, the AT&T LTEM button. This is roughly the size of a hockey puck. Anybody play hockey? You know what it looks like? <laughs> it's not that big, tiny, 
with a little button for you to click. Within this device, what will be embedded in the price point will be the opportunity for the user to click that device 1,500 times, or it will last three years, whichever comes first. There are three uh, clicks that you can use as part of the programming. One click, let's just say, you know, you, you think about the janitorial supplies uh, organization that comes to clean out your bathrooms. One click that the paper towels in the bathroom need to be refilled. A double click that the toilet paper is low. A third click, push and hold, that the, jan that the bathroom just in general is dirty and needs some kind of, of servicing, okay? So you get into that flexibility. It works on AT&T's national network, and by the way, some of you may know that AT&T also has properties in Mexico. Their LTEM network will be turned up and operational by the end of this month. And so between the United States and Mexico, you have full coverage. And then of course, the more interesting part, and I'll talk about pricing in just a minute, but the way we're going to market is that you're paying for the hardware and that three years of connectivity all built in for one price. So let's talk about use cases. Because oftentimes when we talk about this, companies will say, or customers, well, wait a minute, I got the Wi-Fi version. Why are we talking about cellular? Who, who, you know, why does that really matter? I want to give you two examples to think about. One example, let's go back to the janitorial example that I gave you a minute ago. If the janitorial company that services AT&T's headquarters in Dallas, Texas, came and said, I want to put a Wi-Fi button in every bathroom, and I want to connect that to AT&T's corporate network so that when Mike hits the button that, the, that we need more paper towels, the connectivity is through the corporate Wi-Fi and then back out. Do you really think our corporate security team is ever going to approve a third party doing that? It's not going to happen. So think about companies that want to buy, bypass other Wi-Fi networks. Think about in the pharmaceutical space or medical supply space. You're not going to go work with the Wi-Fi in each one of those hospitals, medical facilities, to gain access to those networks. It's just not scalable. When you drop in a cellular device, you ship it out, it's already pre-programmed, you open up new environments, even if there was Wi-Fi within that facility. And then, of course, let's talk about in the mobile space where there truly is no Wi-Fi, right? So whether that's out on a farm, whether that's near an oil rig, right? Somewhere in the mobile environment there were, where there's no Wi-Fi accessible, you open up a tremendous amount of opportunities and use cases as it relates to that. And so let me end with pricing. So I mentioned this is the, the, the marriage of connectivity plus hardware for one single price. We will be introducing this commercially early next year. There'll be a promotional price in play for the first 5,000 buttons that are sold off of our marketplace for a price of $29.99. And so I hope many of you in the room will be the first to buy that and we look forward to introducing more solutions with our partner, AWS. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. That's awesome. Thank you, Mike. That was uh, awesome. Um, it's been a wonderful partnership. We look forward to working with you and your team in this journey together. And uh, I think Mike uh, alluded to a number of useful examples and use cases, which is a good segue into talking about the benefits of one-click if it's not obvious already. Right? Uh, so with 
with everything that we have talked about one click, I think the bottom line is the simplicity, the ease of use of enabling simple devices, whether it is the AWS IoT button or the AT&T LTEM button, which we are very excited to be supporting on one click, to secure connectivity and literally activating devices to uh, Lambda triggers the single click. And of course, the rich mobile experience. So I'd like to wrap up in summary of what we talked so far, where one click simply enables you to integrate a range of devices into your businesses, connect securely, deploy at scale, get the required insight for visibility anytime, and most importantly, for all of you to focus on your business while we take care of the secure connectivity piece, working with the device manufacturers, and making it easy for you to consume these devices. Now, how to get started? Uh, OneClick was launched yesterday, so uh, please visit the page at aws.amazon.com slash iot-1-click. Please sign up for the preview. We would love to have you test drive one click with us, uh, give us feedback, let us know. Uh, for those of you who are going to be in the preview, we're going to be giving out sample buttons as well so that you have a set of devices with you when you use the service. And uh, we'd love to have you join the journey together. As I mentioned previously, we have a technical deep dive, a chalk talk session tomorrow uh, at 8.30 here at the ARIA, IoT215. So it would be great for you to register for the session and have you there. And uh, thank you for spending the last one hour and uh, looking forward to working with all of you on AWS IoT One Click. Thank you.